It's time once again for Bean Movie Bonanza. <laughs> I'm Bob Harris from the Mighty 790 KFGL. And I'm Scotch from Jack FM. And once again, we are digging deep into that Roger Corman well and pulling out the plum that is 1959's The Wasp Woman. We dug really, really deep. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun because we always get a chance to like turn each other on to something that we've never seen before. I was familiar with the 1995 version of it. There was a whole, there was a period in the 90s where they did these Roger Corman presents and different directors would do remakes. And Jim Wynorski did a remake of this. And I always like his stuff because he's very respectful to the source material. He also did a remake of uh, Not of This Earth that Tracy Lords is in, which we should oh, watch. Oh, really? Sometime. And that's super I'm, good. It's so much fun. I'm for that. Yeah. <laughs> and his remake has uh, Jennifer Rubin in it and uh, Melissa Brussel and uh, Maria Ford. And, and Daniel J. Trevanti is actually in the remake. So that one's a lot of fun. But we're talking about the, the original. The guy from Hill Street Blues? That's the guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we might want to watch the remakes sometime too it's got a, a 12 foot long wasp woman with breasts in it so <laughs> the effects were a little stronger than the effects were in this one well when you look at this movie by the way <coughs> it was made on a fifty thousand dollar budget and it looks every penny of it <laughs> yeah he was and, and you know and filmed on sets of course used sets that were used in other movies so i mean he's always great at, at, at conserving money Janice Starlin is the owner of a cosmetics company in this movie, and she's she's losing her luster. Her beauty is starting to fade. She looked familiar, by the way. Susan yep. Cabot, I think, is her real name. And I've I'm tried to find out where have I seen her before, but I couldn't I couldn't picture it. But there's another. I looked through her entire list of the IMBGHY thing, <laughs> and I could not find what I was familiar with. But yeah, I, she plays Miss Starlin. I hate to sound jaded, but in a lot of these old 1950s black and white ones, I think they they all look. Kind of the same, pretty familiar to me. The, the, all the females do, anyways. So she enlists the age, uh, the aid of this Eric Zinthrop, who's like some pseudo scientist, and says that he can reverse the aging process with wasp en- enzymes. They made the decision, by the way, the, the the board meeting has made the decision that their their sales have gone down because they took her face off of the product. So that was the main reason why they wanted to start giving her this injector with this kind of stuff and maybe make her a little bit youthful again. And that's why I was I was surprised because in the in the remake that I'm used to seeing, all of these investors get together and they they pretty much oust Janice. They say, you know what, you've been the face of this company for a long time and maybe it's time we bring in somebody younger. So of course she gets jealous because they bring in this hot, pretty model. So then she decides she's gotta up her game and then she starts taking this this uh, serum. And in this movie Dr. Zinthrop gets hit by a car, which furthers along the plot because now she can keep sneaking into the lab and sneaking the serum for herself, even though it really isn't safe. In, in other words, she takes a little too much of it. Yeah. She injects a little bit too much. And we've seen what it did to a cat earlier. <laughs> this guy has a real wild fight with a cat. And by the way, when you see the doctor that is taking care of Zinthrop, mm-hmm. he says, well, he may have brain damage. We'll have to wait to see. That, that is Roger Corman. Is it really? That's Roger Corman. He's an, un, an uncredited uh, spot for him. Yeah, he but usually that's makes, him. makes a little cameo in there, but I guess I didn't recognize him in this one. Or I wasn't he had dark paying, hair. I wasn't paying very close attention. <laughs> Boy, that is an old movie. If Roger Corman's got, he's been white-haired as long as I remember. So her secretary named Mary and then uh, the advertising executive Bill, they start noticing some changes and start worrying about her. And, uh, you know, they start doing a little investigating of their own. <laughs> when she would turn into the wasp woman, uh, that was some hor- horribly ridiculous makeup. Oh, my word, my word. And when if you notice, if you look at the original poster art for this, yep. 
is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. She has an actual female face. And a big wasp body. And a big wasp body. But now she's got the wasp head and a female body on this. I suppose with a $50,000 budget, that's what you had to do. <laughs> yeah, it's very comical. I mean, you start hearing the, the buzzing noises so you know something's <laughs> going to happen. And then she's got this big furry mask on and the little fur. It, it, and you see her hair on the back of the mask come out. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know. Not very frightening. No. Not very realistic special effects. What was really interesting, too, about this was that this is a, a minute, one hour, one minute long. But they had released this for television. So apparently, uh, Corman must have had like about 15, 17 minutes of extra footage someplace, and they added it onto the front. So what, what do you have at the beginning? In the what do you have footage? at the beginning is that this guy, uh, Zinthrop, is a doctor, and he's working on uh, a, a bee plantation. He's, he's doing, you know, with the, with the hives and stuff. But he snuck this wasp in there. Ah. And they get, well, you're not supposed to do the wasp thing, so you're fired. Get out of here. <laughs> so it was like 17 minutes of that, but I can see why they got rid of it because they were all talking through this netted, the netting through their, and the, the, the sound's just terrible. Yeah. Just horrible. Well, I would recommend if you get a chance, you should see the remake because uh, Winorski's version, they, they put a lot into the special effects, and that's what he said he wanted to do. He loved the original movie. He loved the influence that Corman had on him, but he always thought that the effects were a little lacking. So in his version, there's this big 12-foot-long <laughs> wasp woman, you know, and, and it's it's very detailed, and uh, the the effects are, are much better. And, of course, it's a little bit more graphic because it's it's done in the 90s. There was one thing I found out about this movie, too, is just there's like three different secretaries. Mm-hmm. But if you go in there, the one that always sits closest to the camera, uh, uh, Maureen, I think, was her name. Yeah. Her name is uh, Cartwright, Lynn Cartwright. And she quit movies like in like in 1990 or something, and she got out of it. All of a sudden, she was called back and did a movie, and she played Gina Davis as an old Gina Davis in A League of Their Own. Oh, that's a perfect role for See, her, too. All these years, I thought that this was just Gina Davis and old lady makeup, mm-hmm. but it was actually a substitute, and it's this Lynn Cartwright from Wasp Woman, who plays the Gina Davis part of Dottie. And I loved her character, too, because she's just this brassy, snotty kind of Brooklyn. She's like, one of the first lines you hear from her is, so I says to him, I says, Oiving, <laughs> if we're just going to sit around watching television. She's just all sassy and chawn on her gum with this other secretary there, always sitting and smoking cigarettes and having drinks in the office. It was pretty funny. It, yeah. was, it, was, it was really a good, I thought the cast was generally in really, really yeah. good picks. And, you know, at an hour, it, it breezes by pretty quickly. Quick too. So fifty thousand dollars. It was made at. It made. And then, by the way, you mentioned the guy, the Bill. Yeah. You. Rec- that's probably the only face I recognize because I think he was in every other Dragnet. He was either a criminal or a cop. Oh yeah. He was on Dragnet all the time. He's one of those character actors yeah. that you see pop up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I I give this one a thumbs up. Just. I was just curious about it. I had never seen it before. I had heard Wasp Woman. I saw the posters, and I I. I Took a look at it and I, I, you know, I thought it was okay. I mean, I, it was worth an hour and one minute. It's a good Z grade horror movie if you want some good laughs. The special effects are very laughable, but it breezes by pretty quickly. It's got a good. It, it's a there, this plot crops up a lot where there's a, a woman that's still grasping at her her youth or whatever. She starts taking some serum and then of course because she's uh, egomaniacal or whatever and then things go awry because that's what you see in uh, like a Attack of the Sixty Foot Centerfold or I guess it would be. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which would originally be Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, probably, right? But you kind of see the story storyline played out a lot. Colossal Man was 60 feet. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd say see the Wasp Woman, and I would also recommend seeing the 95 remake. That one's a lot of fun, too. I've got to see that one, yeah. too, by the way. That's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, for B-Movie Bonanza, we're giving Wasp Woman from 1959 the big thumbs up. I'm Scott from Jack FM. And I'm Bob Harris from the Mighty 790 KFGO. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We'd love to have you along and uh, get one every week when we do this. Yep, we got a lot of good back backlog of material you can go back and listen to. We'll see you next time.